Flying High. It's episode 494. We got plugins for time tracking, short codes, brute force prevention, unique images, changing text, and password management, and classic press options all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. Who likes to turn her microphone on and off. You can hear it go click-click every time she brings it back on. I uh, didn't turn it off that time. Oh, that was just you rattling the cage then. Okay. All right. I move. Well, we have the usual great show for you. Right <laughs> off the top, though, let's talk about this is the countdown to episode 500. We only have five episodes left till we hit 500. And it's just a reminder that we are now 43 weeks into the two weeks to flatten the curve for the Rona. The greatest scam ever perpetrated on the entire world all at once. This show has great appreciation for the No Agenda show, their inspirational ideas, and the occasional stolen sound clip. Squirrel! Before I get started, I want to let you all know, hang around after the show for the Q&A segment with Amber. That Q&A segment is split into two parts. The parts that those of you listening here on the podcast listen to and those that bother to come over to the YouTube channel get to catch the rest of it. And she's always got some interesting questions in the second half too, folks. So make sure you go tune in on that. Just pop over to our YouTube channel. Links are in the show notes for all of that. And... So with all of that being said... Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. Yeah, I still love that thing. Uh, this is number two of 52 episodes for 2021. It's episode 494, and so far this year seems pretty awesome. Though things always seem to be on the up and up in people's personal lives for the first couple months of a new year, none of us has given up on our New Year's resolutions quite yet. Still working out, still feeling good, all that fun stuff. Despite the world having gone a little nuts, there's still lots to enjoy out there, including having a little place of your own where you can tune out for a while. It can be anywhere, a blanket thrown over your couch to build a fort, in your bed with your door closed and a do not disturb sign, or a sock on your door, or even in your car. Get into a space all your own. Throw on some music and grab a book, or even throw on an audiobook and grab a drink. Kick back and breathe. Try to get there at least once a week, more if you can. If you have kids, let them know that they should only bother you if they are broken, dying, or bleeding for one whole hour. Make your area comfy for you, and try to remove all internet and radio with news hours while zoning out. Try to let go of everything outside of your control, and work on pestering those you know and care about to get their own zone-up spaces started. Rinse and repeat as often as needed. Absolutely. All right, well, let's just dive right into things. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John Overall. Absolutely. And we do have WordPress news for you this week. 
And starting right off the top, we've got the WordPress Vulnerability Report for January 2021, Part 1. And this is an article you will want to go look and look over to see if there's any plugins you might have in here that may or may not have been dealt with as far as their vulnerabilities. You might want to look at plugins such as Site Offline, if you happen to use that. Or maybe custom global variables, which it needs to be fixed. And there's a whole list of them here, but there's a lot of them have been fixed. All you got to do is make sure you keep them up to date. But this is a good way to know if you have a plugin that is not being fixed or kept up to date. And it's a good security tips to find out. They put this out twice a month, and I highly recommend you go check it out. They do list if there happen to be WordPress core vulnerabilities or core theme vulnerabilities. So good news and things you will want to check out. So go check this piece of news out. And I see you managed to get the first part this time. Well, often you end up getting the second part because you, you don't uh, think about the first part. You no, know, it's because I miss it in the newsletter. I get their newsletter. So and they ah. and, and they they list it up with a whole bunch of other articles. And sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. Is basically ah. how it works. And I try to remember to look it up, you know, but. It's yeah. I get so many emails. I get somewhere between 200 to 500 emails a day, and of which maybe 20 or something I have to deal with. So I get wow, a lot, that's I, a lot. I get a lot of spam, and that's that's <laughs> with controlling the spam, man. If I hadn't didn't have control on it, man, it buries my inbox. Jeez. So at any rate, that's the life of running your own email server and allowing things through so you don't lose stuff. That's the, if you have yeah. spam filters on, you end up losing email. It happens. I get complaints from my clients. I say, well, let's tweak your emails or adjust your spam. Well, I get more spam. I say, well, take your pick. More spam or get the emails you want. Your choice. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. It is what it is now. All right. This next article here I have for you is called the 14 plus best free translation plugins for WordPress 2021. And what this is, is these are translation plugins that you can plug into your WordPress website to enable multilingual word, your, your WordPress site into multilingual versions. Translate. Some of them are automatic. Some of them use a transcription service. Some of them use machine learning or whatever. You might check this out. If you're considering or if you're building a website that has to have multiple languages and you're not proficient in that second language you're going to do it in, you might check out one of these. It could help you get a long ways to getting your website multilingual. I have used these plugins, not all these plugins, but plugins like this in the past to set up WordPress websites for Scandinavia here where, of course, we have two official languages, French and English, and sometimes people want to have a French language set up for their site because they want to go after that one quarter of our population that is pure French speaking. So... Go check this article out. It's really interesting in the fact that it lists up and compares multiple plugins for you. So this is just translating the language yep. uh, from English to French? English to French or whatever language okay. is offered up is what it's for. It translates the text on your page. Some of them it creates new okay. posts for it. Some of them it does it on the fly. It's all variable on what they offer up. Pretty cool. Hey, these are a couple of quick articles. I only skimmed them. And the first one here is WordPress is a proposal to align its re release cycle with industry standard. 
meaning maybe they're not going to put them out as often or more likely what it does is they're going to go with a cycle of planning and planning and securing the team leads, the development work, the beta version, the release candidate and the launch, which I thought they were doing that already, but I guess they weren't. So it's an interesting article if you're into keeping up with that bits of information about how the development cycle is for WordPress. For my for my end of it, man, I think sticking it out four times a year is a bit much. Or three times. I think it's three times a year they're doing it now. For a while there, they were doing it like five times a year. And it was really insane. So, so I'd, I'd prefer to see it maybe once a year myself. So is this saying that it's going to be on like a dated schedule now? Or it's already on, it already? It's already on a dated schedule. It, oh, okay. It usually comes out, and they usually come out with uh, the first one in February, March, second one in uh, July, August, and the third one in November, December. Okay. Yeah, they put them out. They put them out not quarterly, but uh, triannually. For a while there, they were doing quarterly. They were doing them at uh, at spring, summer, fall, and winter. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I've not paid attention to it in a while because the schedule went sideways. And when they introduced Gutenberg, I was just praying that everything would go completely sideways and they'd never get anything accomplished. But that didn't happen. Okay. The next one I've got here for you is WP Scan is a company that is going to be assigning CVE numbers, whatever CVE numbers are, uh, common vulnerability and exposure numbers to... Um, WordPress plugin theme vulnerabilities. It basically, they're just going to number the vulnerabilities, and I'm not certain how that works, but again, this is something I just want to bring forward for those of you that do development work that like to keep up with this information. What's going through my head when I tried reading this is a bunch of little images of barcodes being stuck onto plugin issues. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's what was going through my head when I was reading it. Like, well, Kind of makes sense. Probably about what it is then. Okay. The next news item I've got here for you, and this should come as no real surprise for people, but WordPress is now powering 39.5% of all the websites on the Internet, which is insane. It is. Considering last year they were at 35%, the year before they were at 33%, so it's been increasing year out, year over year. I remember when it was like 11% of the internet. So it's uh, a constant growth up, which is both good and bad. And I imagine over the next few years, they'll start to see their market share take a hit, uh, especially when we get to one of the further articles further down in the show when we talk about some things that are happening uh, with with, uh, Classic Press. So we'll talk about that when we get to it. But this is something interesting to note and it is the number one uh, e-commerce platform cms e-commerce platform outperforming spotify right now or not spotify but uh, shopify which is the uh which is claimed to be number one but it isn't and it is interesting to note that wordpress is still managing to maintain that lead in spite of all the missteps on my from my opinion that they've taken in the last few years I don't even have anything to say on this. I'm mm. still just kind of looking at going, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, Hendian said CVEs can be a pain. Had to deal with them once in my day job. Oh, okay. Well, sorry about that. I have no idea what that mean, what the CVEs mean, though. I'm still thinking barcode. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Okay. Next item we got here for you. 
This is an article for six web design and development trends. Now, these next two articles here, you do kind of want to look at if you're doing development of any sort. These are the trends on what's expected over the next year and how websites are going to be development. Now, the nice thing and interesting to me is that the old is new again, which is a constant thing. The old is always brought forth to be new again. You know, although there are a couple of new things like progressive web apps, whatever that means. You know, I love this is a good chunk of, uh, of, uh, of uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Good chunk of uh, uh, millennial speak. That's what it is. Uh, good chunk of millennial speak in here. If I can find that, that paragraph again, it was, I, I should have copied it out because it has a <laughs> funny chunk of millennial speak in here. Maybe it was the next article. It has the millennials. It is this next article because it's a marketing article. Anyway, what they've got here, things such as pneumorphism, pneumorphism, and they're going to use flat design with elements of old school skewmorphism, whatever that means. Okay. Yeah, whatever that means. Basically, they're going to be using raised buttons again. It's like, okay, raised buttons are back. Yeehaw. You know, thumb-friendly thumb mobile designs. Gradient, gradients are back. Color gradients. Gradients. You mean gradients? Yeah, color gradients. Color gradients are back, and they're coming back in style again. It's like, cool. I never really stopped using them myself, but okay. <laughs> I'm glad they're back in style. I always love when the stuff I've been wearing for years comes back in style, and I'm suddenly <laughs> stylish again. That particular picture reminds me of sparkly unicorn pictures that I've worn lately. Yes, yes, that's pretty much it. Single page <laughs> apps are coming back in style again because they were motion, motion user interface, you know. So this is a nice article about what it's in. And if you're into development, you do want to look at the trends that are coming. Uh, one, to see if you can avoid them or if you're going to have to use them, you know, wrap your head around. Oh, crap, I got to build that shit again. So especially if you've been in this industry any length of time. Okay, the next one here is marketing trends. And these are trends on what's going to be happening in the marketing world. And here it is. Um, this is it. This is the millennial speak. While there is a significant diversity of ideas and visions presented below, I love the common theme of how we're working toward a better future together, which is why my prediction is this. Marketing 2021 will be more empathetic than ever. Is that millennial or what? <laughs> I'd say so, Yeah. <laughs> Aside from that, this is some, got some really good, interesting tips on what's coming in the marketing world, such as virtual events are going to get more popular. Um, and, of course, the, due, the, due to the uh, uh, <clears throat> crap imposed upon us by our governments, uh, virtual events became more popular, just automatic. Businesses are mm -hmm. going to have to find uh, new ways to encourage online connections since they can't do offline connections at the moment. Interactivity, brand values, you know, and they're talking about the cancel culture and how you can avoid the cancel culture and other miscellaneous things coming along the line here. So it is a really good article to have a good look at. So that's all I got. got a on lot that. of the, the the last one has a lot more information than I initially thought it would. Oh yeah, it's got a it's got a whole ton for marketing. You see, they care about marketers more than they care about designers. I mean, you can design anyone can design <laughs> stuff, but nobody, not everyone can market it. Marketing's where it's mm -hmm. at. You got to sell it. I mean, you can build it, but just because you build it doesn't mean they're going to come. No such thing as build it and they will come. All right, and that's really oh. what. Uh, just, just wanted to say, uh, Hemdian, 
He said skeuomorphism is when buttons look like actual buttons, etc. There was a time when it was overused, which led to companies which led companies to drop it completely. Uh-huh. When Apple dropped them on iPad, everything went flat, boring, and slightly confusing. Mm-hmm. Glad if it's coming back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know that's what it meant, but I knew it meant buttons look like buttons again. That's all I really knew, and that's what I'm looking forward to. It's like I like having. I've always built my buttons that way, though. And then I have my clients go, "Can you get rid of that?" And I say, "All right, fine." But on my <laughs> on my pages, I try to build my buttons like that so that they look like buttons. At least give the illusion of being a button you can press, even if it's not. Okay, well, then let's talk about donor support for the show. This is where we like to highlight those that, have, that support the show. This is, after all, a value-for-value value model. And one of the number one things we always want for this show is... We just need cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water... Just send your cash. Absolutely. Just send cash. But if you can't send cash, well, in lieu of cash, we like to see other value for value, such as artwork or time or helping build out parts of the website or helping us promote it or anything to help build out this little bit of a community that we've got going here. You know, maybe one day we'll share this community with somebody else and other people will actually kind of care like we do. Hard to say. We've got a few people out there that do care, and I like to talk about those right here in the show as close to the top as I can, giving them executive producer credits and or the artistic credits for the show. Now, for this week's show, we do have a brand new artist. Hurrah! I am so excited to have an additional artist for the show. This week's art comes from Greg's Graphics at gregsgraphics.com. Well, thank you, Greg, for your great piece of artwork you got this week. And you can see it on the live show right now. It's a really interesting piece of artwork. It's a photograph of a uh, old-fashioned airplane. Looks like I could actually fly that looking at those gauges. I actually understand every one of those gauges. So, all oh, That's really cool. Yeah, that's, that's what planes used to look like when they, when they flew them versus now where they look like, you know, you've slid inside a computer monitor itself. <laughs> So at any rate, it's a really cool piece of art. Thanks, Greg. I do have to mention, make one mention. I didn't notice it until I started to use the artwork. Please pay attention, artists. If you're going to support the show with artwork, pay attention to the specifications given on the on the art uh, generator page where you where you where you upload the artwork. It needs to be a perfect square, preferably 333 pixels by 333 pixels. That is a number I did choose. That wasn't chosen. But I want a very. We need a very big image. We need we need one that's at least twenty two hundred by twenty two hundred, which is what Apple wants for the artwork. So it has to be huge and square and a JPEG. This one here, it's going to get cut off on the edges, unfortunately, for the artwork that's being uh, presented with the uh, show when it goes gets published. So hopefully for future artwork, make it all perfectly square. Other than that, really great art. I really appreciate it. And you can go check out his work over at gregsgraphics.com. Executive producers, we don't have any executive producers. That's sort of reserved for anyone who donates $50 or more for the show in a week. And with that, they get a note read out on the show and links to wherever they want the links to go, provided it's not porn or spam or scam. You know, But uh, usually they just want it back to their website or their clients' websites or something else. At any rate, we do... 
I want to give a big thank you to all the producers who came in under $50. There's still a few of you out there, five, 10 bucks here and there. It does help out a little bit. doesn't put any money in our pocket, but it does offset some of the costs of running the show. A big thank you to those who have hired me because of the podcast. Thank you very much. That's as good as supporting the show. You've either hired me for development or you've hired me for your word for your website hosting bit for your website hosting. So either or great way to support the show. You want to support it a little further? I am still pimping out my daughter here. You know, if you want to see her pretty little mug in the live stream, you know, have her have her on a webcam. It's going to cost you three hundred dollar donation, and that price is going up next week. So you better get on it while it's still cheap. Other than that, it's going to get more expensive, and before long, you'll need a GoFundMe just to get her uh, her mug in a live stream. Feeling kind of awesome here. I'm worth 300 bucks now. Yeah, yeah, it's going up. <laughs> well, we started at 50, man, and it's it's. I know. It's a it's a reverse auction, man. The longer it takes, the more expensive <laughs> it becomes. So it gets rare and rare. All right, and if you want to support the show, just head on over to WPPluggins, A to Z dot com slash support for all the links there. Donate to the show, the WP Plugins art generator. You can submit news, articles, information for the show, submit plugin suggestions for reviews, and more. And I do want to take a quick opportunity to thank all the listeners who have supported the show in the last while. By reviewing plugins, submitting them for us for use on the show, it's great to hear other listeners' opinions on plugins we've reviewed that not yet found. And this is what the show, of all of, show is all about. If you want to review one, send me a pre-recorded review. I will play it on the show. Or you can just send me a written review and I'll read it out. Either way, great thing to do. And, you know, it's also, we don't have a lot of time for research. So, and uh, to let everyone know, we do have another secondary contest up and coming, though this should be in the contest segment of the website, not here, or the show, but not here. We have a secondary contest coming up for you to enter. It's going to be a hide-and-seek style contest. My marketing uh, manager is going to hide a phrase in the February show notes about one of our developers who's donated a plugin for this giveaway. Your job will be to find the phrase, then go to the giveaway page. The, you know, you'll have to go to the show notes, find the phrase, click on it. It'll lead you to the, uh, it'll lead you to the. Uh, contest page for this giveaway and it's a really great plugin more on that is coming down the line so listen in as we get closer to launching this we'll tell you who it is and what plugin we are giving away and we've got several licenses to give away for this plugin so just kind of a cool thing to do okay I guess it's time to head into the meat potatoes of the show for what everyone really comes here for and I could have sworn I had something for that. Yeah, there it is. You think I'm getting senile or something. All right, off we go into the meat potatoes and to the depths of plug-in depravity. All right, Classic Press. Now, I do have a little bit of news for Classic Press this week. This refers back to the news I was talking about earlier. Classic Press has made a minor announcement. I couldn't find a major announcement. There was just a quick tweet out that I found and that they've been making massive progress on their developer portal for the classic for classic press and to me that's going to be a game changer the developer portal is going to be along the lines of what wordpress has for their developer portals meaning the 
the theme, the theme repository, the plugin repository, and other bits and pieces. When Classic Press gets all those things tied together, it'll make it even easier for the average user to use Classic Press versus how it's not overly hard, but it's not super easy to use at the moment. And I feel that's going to make a world of difference in Classic Press as it comes down the pike and as it matures. It's coming into its third year now, and you have to think, even WordPress, it took four or five years before the world even noticed they existed. I mean, I noticed they existed somewhere around year five or six of their existence, and that at that time, it was pretty raw. So you got to think about it. Classic Press, I feel, is going to be a contender for WordPress if they don't do what every other big tech has done and try to smash their competition for whatever reason they can come up with. All right, and that's really all I've got for Classic Press this week, aside from the usual links and everything else. Time to dive into the WordPress plugins I do have for this week. And the first one I have for you out the gate is WordPress Unique Headers. Now, this one here I tripped across when working on a client site, and they had this installed in there. When I went and looked into it, it's like, oh, okay, that's why they have all the different header images across their pages. This is a plugin that you add to your site and what it does it allows you when you're creating a post or a page, it has a spot for you to create a unique header image separate and apart from all of your other header images on your site. And it's supposed to override them. I don't know how well it works with um, Elementor yet. The site I was working on had an old theme on it that this was installed in. Really cool idea if you're running if you're running a site such as a cycling uh, club or running club or something else, and you want to showcase different headers of beautiful places to ride or cycle or run. So this is a really interesting plugin. One you'll want to go check out if you're looking for something along this style. So go check it out. It's called Unique Headers, and I give it a four dragon rating. Is pretty cool. Probably be a lot of fun to set up too. Yeah, it might be. First one I've got is WordPress Shortcodes Plugin, Shortcodes Ultimate. Because, you know, the first part of that name isn't long enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they, 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 they needed to say short codes twice to make it short. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually a pretty fantastic one if you're into using your own CSS and prefer to use the built in WordPress. Word, bleh, WordPress editor rather than something like Elementor. Once you download and activate it, you go into settings and simply add your CSS into the provided text box. It supports paragraph, shortcode, and classic, and you can enable it where you can enable where the shortcodes will actually be able to take effect. At least that's my understanding of it. Um, be sure to enable the insert shortcode button in the selected blocks when using this, though. Otherwise, it's not going to work for you. This is actually quite easy to use, and it seems to work pretty well. And it's a total freebie, too. I rate it at five dragons. Excellent. Go check that one out, folks. Okay, the next one I have for you here is one that was sent in to me, to us, by Arun Thomas. He sent this plugin in, and it is called Text Filtering. And it seems like an interesting one. It's similar to one I covered a few episodes back that replaces text in your site, except this one's a little more thorough, I think. And it's one you may want to go check out if you're in need of replacing text in your site. Because you go through, find the words that you 
need to be replaced in your site, then you list the words to replace it with. And the interesting thing about this is it can search through categories of your posts or just all the, all the posts at once. So if you have a specific category of posts where you know these words exist and you might have them outside those categories, but you don't want to change them outside those categories, but just inside that category, this plugin will help you streamline to do just that. Very interesting plugin. So it filters out the text, replaces them with your preferred phrases, and it does that during the page load across all your posts or the specific categories. And it's an absolute freebie. And of course, I'm going to give it a five dragon rating. Go check it out. Text filtering. I have to ask, what would you use that for? Like for well, a word that's not supposed to be there anymore? Or? Well, you could use it for a word that's not supposed to be there anymore, a word that's changed its meaning. Um, you could oh, use it for, yeah. for a date that you've put into the site. You need to change that date. Like if you put 2020 in across the site, now everything needs to be 2021. Or in this case here, okay. you know, you maybe you wrote Corona and you want to correct it to be COVID-19. You know, instead of using the old bad, the bad word, the Corona, you know, so that people <laughs> stop thinking about the beer and they start thinking about the, the, uh, the, uh, the disease or whatever, you know, so it's basically oh, okay. there to find a word you mistakenly used across multiple pages and now you need to correct it or something that that's, makes sense. something that's changed meaning. I mean, words change meaning. I mean, they keep changing the meanings of, you know, everyday words nowadays. So I don't have True. the example in my head right now. <laughs> Well, next one I've got is Password Policy Manager, Password Manager. Again. Oh, I didn't realize I didn't realize how many I chose that have like this super this long thing? double name. Double names, man. All <laughs> right. It, it, could, it could be simpler to say, you know, the Password Policy Manager. They didn't need to say Password yeah. Manager again. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this is done by Mini Orange, which I, I just think that's a cool name for, for your group. Yeah, it's a really uh, it's a decent company too. I actually uh, pay for one of their software for a specific uh, website I do. Their cool. uh, their uh, two factor authentication plugin. Well, this one is um, th this one is actually pretty cool. Uh, you can probably be really mean with this too. What it does is it it forces your users to use passwords other than ABC one two three. <laughs> well, that's a good thing to do. You really don't want people using ABC123. Which it seems like a lot of people really do tend to stick to those really easy, simple passwords. And then they wonder honestly. why everything gets hacked. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, for, for people who want to stop that from happening on their sites that they work so hard on, uh, you grab this, download and activate it, and then you just go over to settings uh, on the left-hand side under mini orange. From there, you can make the password requirements up to 25 characters long, require both upper and lowercase letters as well as a number, or you can just choose one of those or even leave them all blank. And you can even require a special character. You can also make the password expire between 1 and 28 days. You could be so mean with this. That would be quite <laughs> annoying. I've been on websites where they expired my password and it just drove me mental. Yeah. <laughs> It works for everyone right off the get-go, rather than you having to set it up to work for specific types of users or anything. Cool. Another neat little feature they have there is the option to disable the password policy there in the settings. So you don't have to deactivate the plugin to stop it from doing its thing to everyone. Hmm. I do appreciate that option being there. It just makes it that much easier, you know? Mm -hmm. It does. And 
Another neat little thing that I've never seen before is on the right-hand side of the settings page, there's this little message box where email is already filled in where you can shoot off a message if you need any support immediately. So you don't have to go crawling through their site in order to figure out any kind of contact info. It's right there, ready for you. And their their support is pretty good. I've had to use their support in the past for the other plugin. So there is a premium version, which does bring this down a dragon. Yep. But the free version does offer up all the needed little bits to make your site more secure. So I rate this at four dragons. Absolutely. Really great plugin. Okay. Next one I have for you here today is another one that was sent in by one of our wonderful uh, producers out there. This was sent in by Steve, and it's called WordPress Brute Force Protection Stop Brute Force Attack. See, you're addicting. It's your fault that I did this. You know. We got we got we got several of these plugins with these double double names. And it's my fault, hey? Yeah, it's absolutely your fault. All right, <laughs> so let's move it along. Anyway, uh, this is a really interesting plugin, and this is the write up that Steve sent in to me. It's like, hi John, I love the podcast and wondered if you'd be interested in reviewing a new plugin from Guard Giant. It stops hackers by way of limiting login attempts, but without impacting the user experience. When a genuine user makes a successful login to their account using the mobile phone, tablet, or computer, Guard Giant starts treating their device as trusted. Failed login attempts from trusted devices are directed towards lost password forms rather than being subjected to account lockouts or additional countermeasures. Users receive an alert when anyone logs into their account from an unrecognized device or browser. This is the same security approach as many large websites such as Facecrack, Google, and is a much more viable method than the limit login attempts plugin that is popular in WordPress sites. It stops hackers, but it does not lock out genuine users. There is also a rather nifty login activity log to track it. And there's a link here in the show notes where you can download it from WordPress. And then it's like, thank you for taking a look. I'd love to hear what you think. Kind regards, Steve. Well, Steve, um, I haven't used it, but just skimming over it, it does look like a very nice, useful um, plugin for preventing uh, hack attempts. And it sounds like one that I will have to give a try in my next build out of a site to see how it goes. At least get it on a dev site to see what's happening with it. I mean, my poor, my poor sandboxes are constantly under attack, so they're a good place for me to test stuff like this. So it does look like a great one, and just based on his write-up on it, and it does seem to be a bit of a freebie over here, I'm going to label it up a five dragon since he didn't label it up. So we give it a five dragon rating. Thanks, Steve. I love the sound of that plug-in. That's the kind of experience I think every company should do for their logins, man. Strive for strive for making life easy for the uh, for the average user who doesn't really want to understand what goes on in the back end. They just want it yeah. to work. They want it to work with minimal amount of fuss. Well, for the longest time, I I kept using these fancy passwords, and then I write them down. And I'd lose the, the the book the booklet where I write them down, right? Yep. And so I'd always end up getting locked out and. My goodness, if you get locked out of your Gmail, it is a pain to get in if you can't remember your password. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So the last one I've got here is Work Time Allocator. Hey, look, a normal title. Hey. 
Look, you broke the you broke the cycle. I did. <laughs> so this can be a very useful plugin for people who have multiple workers on any given site, or also for people who are rather forgetful in setting down how many hours they're putting in. It's a bit of a production to set it up, which can be a little irritating, but once it's set up and going, it's fine. Uh, you plug it in, activate it, then go through the about eight different stages to set it up or eight different steps to set it up rather. Starting with allocating which user is an employee. Then you have to go to the plugin settings and set the employee up, put in the information for the client, and there's like four or five more steps. Um, one of the cool things though is that when you set up someone as an employee, that doesn't mean that they have to lose their role as an administrator or whatever role they may have. So this is an addition, not a replacement for the role, which I found really useful. Cool. You also need to choose what sort of currency you're working with. The, the options are a little limited though. There's only three to choose from dollars, pounds, or euros. And then you enter in, in the short code uh, that which they give you into whichever page you want to keep track of the hours spent. It shows up on the pages as a proper login form, kind of like 90s style, but it only shows up to the employees and the administrators. So anybody else looking at that site, they're not going to see it. So you don't have to worry about the 90s looking uh, sign-in sheet showing up for all of your, all of your customers or people who are coming to check it out. It's useful but it only keeps the last 10 records in stock for you. So unless you are regularly copy and pasting, you only have the last 10 sign-ins to go off of for your work history and employee history. Though it's easy for workers to use, and when the job is done, simply choose the option done in the settings for that job, and the sign-in the sign -in form disappears from the page it was on. Hmm. Nice. I, I see a lot of potential here. Honestly, it's, it's a very, it's a rather new plugin. So it got less than 10 activations and I see a lot of potential. It, it seems a little limited as it stands right now though. Yeah. Well, maybe as they, um, as they build it out, it'll become more relevant and useful. Yeah. I look forward to keeping an eye on it and seeing if they actually expand it into what the plugin is capable of. Mm -hmm. As it stands right now, I rate it for dragons. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, this is a nice one. There's been so many time tracker plugins and stuff over the years. I've seen, I've tried so many different ways of tracking my time for development that this one here could actually save a lot of time for people. For those that aren't ready to spend money on time tracking, that's the big one. All right. Well, that wraps up all of those. And we got a little bit this show currently brought to you by... Are you tired of the same old web hosting? Not having the resources you need to run your website properly? Having a lack of control? Then you need johnoverall.com web hosting. Providing you with all the resources you need to smoothly run your WordPress website or classic press website. With strict limits on the number of clients allowed per server, johnoverall.com provides high quality, fast server performance Visit johnoverall.com for web hosting that won't slow you down. And that's definitely it. One of the biggest things I do is I limit the number of websites per server, allowing the servers to run at their maximum capacity for all the other clients that are there. So it gives you a high quality hosting at an affordable price. All right. And we're on to 
Listener feedback, we don't really have any this week. It'd be nice if some folks out there could kick us some listener feedback, tell us if we're doing good, bad, indifferent, you know, kick us some information, you know, ask us some questions, get some free advice if you're looking for it, all of that great stuff. It's been a while since we've heard from any of you uh, producers out there in this area of the show. So please send us some stuff. Just go to the website, wppluginsa-z.com slash contact to send us all that great stuff. Now, we do have contests, and we need a contest jingle. We don't have the contest jingle yet. I'm going to have to find one here. And no, nothing nothing I've got here through everything I was playing with today. All right, but we do have a contest, and there are only five days left to enter our current contest. Contest Next contest ends next week, and the winner will be drawn for the next show. I do like to thank Charlie for coming to the aid of the show and getting our contests all organized so that we've had a regular, continuous flow of contests to all of you, our producers of the show, giving away licenses, man. These licenses are donated by the developers. Yes, they get some promotion for it. No, we don't get anything else for it. They give us the license. We give it to you. You know, sometimes they offer me a license like, yeah, I'm, I don't need your plug-in at the moment, but there are people out there that do, those of you that listen to the show. You might like this one here. This one is WP Admin Pages Pro, a really great plugin. I did a great interview with uh, Arendo Duque, and uh, we talked about WP Admin Pages Pro and their other plugins. So go check out the interview. And this is a plugin to help you build out your custom admin pages using your favorite page builder. Really great plugin for white white labeling and customizing your WordPress development site for your clients to give them the information they need, not all the extra stuff they don't need. Really great tool. Go check it out. This is an unlimited lifetime license for WP Admin Pages Pro. So just go enter WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash contest to enter this contest. And win it. All we need is your email address so we can send you, no, not spam. We don't send spam. All we do is send out our weekly, our weekly newsletter to you. You know, if we have some other thing come up that's important, we'll fire that off too. But it's usually just our weekly newsletter talking about the show and other bits and pieces of news and information we have. So go into the contest, folks. All right, and I covered up in this show. The plugins I covered was WordPress Brute Force Protection, Stop Brute Force Attacks, Text filtering, uh, that first one I gave a 5-2. Text filtering, which I gave a 5-2. And the unique headers, which I gave a 4-2. And I covered work time allocator, which I gave a 4-2. Password policy manager, password manager, which I gave a 4-2. And WordPress short codes plugin, short code ultimate, which I gave a 5-2. Sounds better when I make it sound more exciting. Yes, yes, got to make it more exciting, <laughs> you know, liven them up a bit. <laughs> All right, a couple of quick reminders before we, uh, before we head into the Q&A segment because we get these out of the way because halfway through the Q&A segment, we run the uh, end credits for the show and then we continue the show after that for the YouTube listeners. All right, first off, no meetups planned yet. That is coming. Next up, if you're not getting enough of hearing me and Amber talk and chatter, you can join us for a new podcast and live stream 
of the Rogues Tavern, shooting shit at the Rogues Tavern. It's every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's over on the RogesTavern.com. You can find it all there. There will be a link that for the RogesTavern.com slash live, and I will get that done before the next show. But go check that out and maybe subscribe to the podcast, download and listen to it, and find out what we're chatting about when we're not talking about WordPress plugins and all the other WordPress stuff that's, that we talk about here. If you'd like to be on an interview show, simply connect at wppluginsatoz.com slash interview. And again, I was just talking about the Rogues Tavern, so I'll just browse over that one there. If you've got any suggestions for plugins or news or anything else you want to submit to the show, just go to wppluginsatoz.com slash contact to submit all that stuff. Well, let's move it along. It is now time... It's question and answer time. With Amber. So uh, I was looking at the uh, the questions here. Mm-hmm. You put the wrong questions in. Did I? Oh. Yep. How did I manage that trick? Uh, you put in the, sh- the questions from last week. No, this isn't the ones from last week. That wasn't ones I sworn. Let me go. Oh, from a, few, from a couple weeks ago, actually. Okay, well then. From episode 493. So not last week, but the week before. There we go. Question for future show, past shows, 494. Oh. I don't know how that happened. All right. Well, let's fix that real quick. And for some reason. Back out of there for a second. Let me pop your questions in here. That means I have to go correct my show notes, too, that are already. For some reason, you're missing one of the questions that I put down. I guess I didn't sync it up properly. Uh, That would be on me. It could be. Could be. Could be anything along that line. Uh oh. Four ninety four. Best shows four ninety four. All right, and <laughs> if I put them in here, let me sync that up again. We're having a glitch. Glitch, glitch, glitch. <laughs> Yeah, technical, technical errors. We are having technical, technical challenges at the moment. All right, so go look in the show notes. Is your first question the There one? we go. That's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay. Let's move along with the, let's do that again. It's question and answer time. With Amber. <laughs> Okay, so the first question I've got for you is what's going on with the site when some pages are working properly, but others are not through CSS? For instance, some pages have one blue paragraph and the rest is black when it should all be blue. Okay, well, that's semi-straightforward, but we need to break that question out so it's a little more comprehensive because you read it as almost as a run-on sentence to me. You you should have went, what's going on with the site when some pages are not working properly? And there are other pages that, or but other, some pages are not working properly, but other pages are. And they're not working correctly through the CSS. Oh, that's two separate questions? I thought that was kind of, you know, one idea. Yeah, it was one, but it came across as confusing to my brain. Sorry. At any rate, what it is, is you're talking there is CSS is a hierarchy, a massive hierarchy. And 
the CSS that is applied to a page is the CSS that is closest to the element that the CSS is being applied to. And what can happen sometimes is back further though, there's one thing that happens and it's called the important tag. The important, important. I can't, I can't even get that right. Important, important tag. Important. Important tag. The important <laughs> tag. Because they dropped the T. The T doesn't exist anymore. The important. It's oh, important. 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 <laughs> there you go. Important. At any rate, there, there's a tag called important. And that tag can get applied several layers up, and you might not know it's there. But what it does is it overrides everything that's further down that's further down the page and if you're and it can be applied accidentally people can apply it for a reason that's one thing that can happen with it uh, it all comes down to the hierarchy of the CSS and what happens is in particular it happens with clients who try to apply CSS to their text right in the text itself or they try to change the text itself when they're doing the editing versus letting the CSS take care of it. And sometimes the CSS wants to override that text even though it's not supposed to. And it's just, it makes a nightmare of things. And usually you have to end up writing a new, a new piece of code yourself to force an override over the overrides of the overrides. Mm -hmm. just to make it work without having to tear the entire thing apart and figure out where it's at. And it, it just basically comes down to the hierarchy of the CSS and where it's applied at is how it brings it all, brings it all down. And because of how much CSS there is, it's kind of hard to find mm -hmm. to figure out where that, where that code is overwriting. It's, it's strange that, that it would happen to like one paragraph of a page and the rest isn't affected. Yep. Or like, one one paragraph isn't affected and the rest is affected, rather, is what I meant. Okay, so the next question is, how come some pages, or is it all pages, don't translate properly from Elementor to WordPress when you initially made it in WordPress? One would think that those pages could properly translate and go back and forth rather easily. Okay, can you translate that question for me? What do you mean when when created well, from WordPress to, to Elementor or vice versa? What do you mean? Okay, so a page is created in like the little WordPress page when you when you create new, a new post, for instance, mm -hmm. and you just create it right there. Yeah. And then later on, you try, to, you try to edit it in Elementor. So it translates from that to Elementor. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can't then go back and edit it in the first one. Yeah. That's actually WordPress okay. without having to then also edit it in Elementor. You have to do them both. Okay. You would think that you could switch back and forth between the two of them. Why can't you? Okay, well, that's because, okay, WordPress sets its own own coding. Um, its own, it creates its own HTML blocks and, and other code places for the code. And when you flip it to Elementor, Elementor goes, oh, I want everything that's inside that text block and let's put it inside our own custom text blocks with our own custom HTML wraps. And when you try to take it back from Elementor to WordPress, WordPress, I don't, don't understand what you're trying to tell me here. I don't recognize all this. I'm just going to treat it all as if it's text and not just... Oh. 
And so basically WordPress doesn't understand the reverse, whereas the page builders understand only grabbing the code that's in or the text that's inside the text blocks uh, versus grabbing WordPress trying to grab the entire text block that Elementor uses. And that happens across multiple types of themes. That's been happening long before WordPress went to block builders. And when I used, I'd use, uh, I've used multiple different styles of page builders over the years. I've used, I can't remember the names of them now. Um, WP Bakery was a page builder I used for a while. Um, I'm trying to remember. There's, there's several different page builders. And the page builders, they create their own uh, div tags to wrap the text in. And that's what WordPress does. And even with the WordPress block builder, it creates its own div tags for everything to tell everything where it's going to be. And so it just doesn't understand the going back and forth. You have to choose one or the other. Once you choose, once you choose something outside of WordPress, you're pretty much stuck with it without a lot of work to go back the other way. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like trying to run up a, a water slide. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it just doesn't work. And it's just something that is a limitation that I've run into over the years. And I've just learned to accept that and live with it. So is there a way to translate it from Elementor back? Like, can you delete the Elementor version? I've never tried. I don't know. Since I've started using Elementor, I haven't wanted to go back. <laughs> I mean, I've been really happy with <laughs> Elementor. The only thing that made me sad with Elementor was when they quit supporting uh, uh, Classic Press. And that was when I considered leaving Elementor, but I was already buried into their ecosystem, which is why I'm doing so much stuff in WordPress versus having fully made the transition to Classic Press. Is because okay. I, I like Elementor over Beaver Builder. While Beaver Builder is good and they support it, I just wasn't ready to flip licenses because Elementor cost me 150 bucks a year. Beaver Builder cost me 150 bucks a year. Well, I'm not going to pay for two licenses, and I've already learned the hard way. Don't try to understand more than one development tool. If you do, you mix them up, and it confuses things. You you get one developing tool you're happy with, and just build in that, and get very good at it. Okay. So, all right. You have one more question. We'll let you read it out, and then we'll, we'll play the credits, and we'll roll it on into YouTube land. All right. Okay. Uh, translations of plugins, APIs, and translatable strings from your source code. Can you explain what this means? I came across a plugin that was talking about being able to do these things, and I'm honestly at a bit of a loss as to what, was saying, what it was saying it could do. Okay, well... If you want the answers to that, folks, those listening on the uh, podcast, jump on over to the YouTube channel and roll it up towards the end and find out where it's at. I'm going to play the credits, let a girl take us out of here, enjoy my shot, and we will be right back. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at WBPluginsAtoZep.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook 
page using wppluginsadz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.